Church, say amen. Amen. It is so good to assemble once again. Amen. In the house of the Lord. And we should be thankful. Right. We should be thankful for this privilege, for this opportunity to be in the presence of the Lord on the Lord's day. Amen. Let me say that again. The Lord's day. Amen. The Lord's day. Amen. This evening, taken from our text in Hebrews chapter 10. 24 through 26. Familiar passages. Some would say lessons like these need to be preached in the morning for those who don't come back to take it here. No, lessons like these need to be preached to you who are here so that you don't get discouraged. Amen. And give up and be persuaded to stop attending. So it's something good for all of us. And the lesson this evening is simply entitled Faithful Attendance. Hmm. Faithful Attendance. A preacher was once asked to define faithful attendance at worship. And this was his reply. All I ask is that we apply the same standards of faithfulness to our church activities that we would in other areas of our lives. That doesn't seem too much to ask. The church, after all, is concerned about faithfulness. Consider these examples. If your car started one out of three times, would you consider it faithful? If the paper boy skipped Monday and, Monday and Thursday, would the papers be missed? If you didn't show up for work two or three times a month, would your boss call you faithful? If your refrigerator quit running now and then, would you excuse it and say, oh, well, it works most of the time? If your water heater greets you with cold water one or two times a morning, a week, while you are in the shower, would it be considered faithful? If you miss a couple of mortgage payments in a year's time, would your mortgage holder say, oh well, 10 out of 12 isn't bad. If you miss worship and attend meetings only often enough to show you're interested, but not often enough to get involved, are you faithful? This is something to think about. Your faithfulness to the Lord. Something to think about. There's an all CNI watching us. So how would you define faithfulness? Surely we wouldn't say that car that cranks when it feels like it is faithful. It's a faithful car, right? Can't trust it. Because I don't know when it's going to decide to start and when it won't. Surely we'll be upset with the paper boy. For those are the two days that I'm really looking for some coupons and some other information in the paper. You didn't show up for work two or three times a month. Surely your boss won't count you faithful. 
Well, surely some big project might come along and he needs somebody he could depend on who's going to be at work. Surely your refrigerator can't be counted faithful when it runs when it wants to. There are foods in there that must stay at a certain temperature. Mm -hmm. You don't spend money to buy food to throw it away. The water heater, you can't consider it faithful. Who loves cold showers? Some of you might. I don't. You miss a couple of mortgage payments. No mortgage holder. No mortgage holder. No mortgage holder is going to say 10 out of 12 ain't bad. <laughs> and if you miss worship and attend meetings, only enough to show you're interested, but not often enough to get involved. That's not faithfulness. That's not faithfulness. So the Hebrew writer writes, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. That's the manner of song. But there's a purpose for it. There's a reason for us to be here. There's a need for us to be here. Surely, maybe no one will ever come up to you and say, I'm so glad you came this evening. It does my heart good to see you. Maybe no one will ever come up to you and say that, but that doesn't mean they don't feel that way. It's something about the human side of us. We identify in a struggle and we tend to we tend to give more when we see somebody else who can identify with what we're going through. And that's why it's so important for us to come together. Because we all can identify bearing our crosses. We all can understand who the real enemy is. And we all can understand we're going to go through something in this life. So knowing for certain there are some pains, there are some, there are some hurtful things that we experience in this life. But don't it makes it, don't it make it a lot easier to bear having somebody to just smile at you sometimes. Yeah, having somebody to just put their arm around you and say, hang in there. Yeah. Having someone to just whisper a word and pass it and say, stay strong. <laughs> Doesn't it make a difference when you have somebody, even if they don't say a word, but they can lock eyes with you and you know their eyes are saying, it's so good to see you. Yeah. You haven't given up. That's why it says we shouldn't forsake the assembling of ourselves mm -hmm. together. Amen. Because this thing is God designed. Mm -hmm. And God knows what we stand in need of. We all need encouragement. Mm -hmm. We all need encouragement. If you don't, you stand alone. <laughs> You stand along and you are truly somebody special. Amen. <laughs> You're truly somebody special. That's just a polite way of me saying you're alive. 
We all need encouragement. Amen. Amen. So, no. <clears throat> I don't need to preach this Sunday morning. I need to share this with you this evening. Amen. So that you don't be overcome and discouraged because of the ones who won't come back. Amen. Amen. Because for some reason, mm -hmm. wrong seems to always overpower right in situations like these. Amen. Right. Well, if they don't come, why should I come? Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you why you should come. Because we need you to be here. Amen. Amen. We need your smile. I, I don't care what you may say to yourself. We need your smile. Just your showing up offers encouragement. Mm -hmm. Just you showing up tells a story that you love God. Just your appearing here says more than words will ever say. I tease with my buddy back there, Eddie Jr., all the time. We have a saying. I tell Eddie Jr., you show up, I'll show up. And you know what? Eddie been showing up. And Eddie always tell me, you better handle your business. But you know, that, that's what we should get from each other. Amen. The, the exhortation, you know, encouraging one another to hang in there, Amen. to do good. Amen. You're not by yourself. Amen. I don't care what you're going through. Somebody has gone through it. Somebody may be going through it or keep living. Somebody will. But besides what we here on earth can identify with Jesus knows whatever it is. And what more can you ask for than to be in the presence with him? Amen. Don't be discouraged. I mentioned Wednesday night, there are congregations across the brotherhood, not just in Georgia, but all across the country. They're, 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 they're discontinuing their Wednesday night Bible classes. They're discontinuing their Wednesday, I mean, their Sunday evening services. And all kind of responses and excuses is too expensive. Mm -hmm. Well, folks don't come anyway. Well, why don't people come? Mm. What, what got into their thinking that coming to worship and be in the presence of the one they claim they want to go to heaven with. Remember, it's not God coming back. Jesus is. Amen. But if you don't want to be in his presence here, why should he come back for you? See, but we don't, we don't want to think about it that way. Nope. We want to say, well, it, it's just not conducive. It's not a lot of people just don't care. Why don't people care or see the significance in coming back? Hmm. I often think of those who can't make it, maybe because of the job or maybe something else hindered them. And if they come in the evening, I, I don't know where we got this thing from that the morning service is supposed to hmm. be so much greater than the evening. Mm -hmm. Worship should be worship. Amen. 
The singing in the evening should be just as powerful and provoking as the morning. We're worshiping the same God. Amen. Some of us have adapted that mentality as though what you're, what you're saying is we will just throw some scraps hmm. together or at God in the evening <laughs> just to say we had a service. Yeah. No. God is worthy. Yeah. And he's far more deserving than to have some scraps thrown at him. Amen. I've heard growing up through the years, preacher said, well, on Sunday, Sunday evening, you know, you do a little sermon in. Mm -hmm. Well, why should there be a sermon on Sunday morning and a sermon in? <laughs> Sunday evening. <laughs> no, I think we should give God our best all the time. We become so desensitized in listening and watching others who don't care. Amen. Who are not motivated, who don't truly love God, whose first love is not God. They've departed from the first love. Mm -hmm. The greatest commandment given, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Well, if I truly love God with all of that, why would I not show up hmm. to be here to demonstrate that? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm preaching it to the right group. Amen. Amen. And I'm thankful to God you're here to hear. Amen. And I encourage you to the highest ability that I can. Do not become discouraged. Amen. I don't care what other folks are doing. Somewhere along the line, Somebody failed to plan. Mm -hmm. If you have a congregation and the, the numbers are dwindling, somewhere along the line, somebody wasn't planning. Amen. You can see when things began to fall off. Right. So you need to plan. I was talking to Brother Sidney. You know, on the jobs, they have what they call strategic planning. Wow. Mm -hmm. And what you come together and do then, you, you, you lay out five-year plans, 10-year, 15, 20. In other words, for a business to survive, they don't just go from day to day. <laughs> they make projections. They come together, think things out, forecast, yep. predict, in order to survive. Amen. The church has a responsibility to do the same thing. Amen. You don't just come together and say, well, we just existed. Hmm. When the shift occurs in a congregation, there should be some things in place hmm. to, to, uh, to calculate and to accommodate those shifts. Yeah. Let me give you an example you understand. Hmm. Several times during the year, we know our offering drops. Yeah. We know. How is it we can forecast that? Because <laughs> we know people. We know from November to December, it's rough, buddy. It's rough. We know spring break. 
You know what? Hey, we going on our trip. <laughs> summer comes, we're going to take our summer trip. And there are so many other things going on during the summer to distract us, yeah. to cause us to spend money. Hmm. How can we predict that? Because we're dealing with people. Amen. I'm not saying it's right. It's wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. It's wrong as all get out. Amen. Amen. But that don't change the fact that people still do it. So we can stand and preach and fuss about it all day, and people still going to do what they're going to do. Amen. So there are times when we calculate with the budget, and guess what? We say, we know, along this stretch, we need to compensate. Mm -hmm. You might see a couple of Sundays, oh, we made the goal. We went over 5,000, one or two, three Sundays. But what about those four, five, six Sundays? We didn't. I'm simply saying, folks, to close the doors, to discontinue services, hmm. it should never be. Amen. It should never be among God's people. What is it that you are so consumed with that's more important than coming to worship God hmm. and to learn more of his will and way? There's nothing in this life mm. more important. When a person say to me, well, you know, I'm just busy. You know, I just get so busy. No, you're telling me you love the world. Amen. You're telling me you're in love with the world. You're in love with something that the God of heaven says, don't be in love with. <laughs> love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. All that is in this world, the lust of the eyes, hmm. lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Amen. That's right. And I can tell you who those three things do not belong to. Hmm. They are not of the Father. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm talking to the right group. I believe you're here because you care. Amen. Amen. That's why I want to encourage you to keep caring. Matter of fact, care even more. Mm -hmm. Care enough to even pick up the phone or send a text and say, look, I don't know what's going on in your life, but you need to come support the church better. Mm -hmm. How are you going to invite somebody? We pass our literature. We got a website. Mm -hmm. We got a radio program. We tell folks our worship services are 11 and 3. Mm -hmm. And folks see you at home at 3. <laughs> or oh, they see you at home and they love it. Well, you cannot be that convicted when you don't see the importance of being at worship. Amen. Don't take people to be a fool. Amen. People can truly see when something is truly important to you. So when they know, when the assembly comes together, they should know you're on your way. Yeah. 
Why don't people call you during worship time? It might be because they know you ain't serious. Because in past time they call you, you was at home. Well, I just figured you ain't go today either. It needs to be that when people think of you and when Sunday roll around at a certain time, Monday or Wednesday roll around at a certain time, Folks should automatically know, ain't no need to call to him. Yeah. Ain't no need to call. But they at church. Amen. They could call it whatever it is. They at that old church. They, they at that, that, that. It don't matter. <laughs> Let them say what they want to say. Mm. But you're at the right place. Amen. When troubles come in your life, when storms arise in your life, it's amazing how consistent we can become then. Mm -hmm. So, is, that, is, that, is it because you love God or you just playing him for a chunk? Right. God is no chunk. He knows. I encourage you. Keep coming. Encourage others. Brother man, we're always harping about attending, attending, attending. Well, what does the Bible say? Hmm. What would you expect me to preach other than what the Bible says? Amen. Should I read Hebrews 10, 24, and 25 and then say, yeah, I know what it said, but you know, you don't have to be so stringent. <laughs> you don't have to be so legalistic. You don't have to, no. How about just preaching what the Bible says? Yeah. Stop making excuses. And just become faithful. Wouldn't that be the easiest way? Stop twisting and trying to <clears throat> squeeze the truth out of what's written and change your ways and just be faithful. That's the simplest way. Encourage somebody, folks. God's word is true. And let me tell you, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 is going to be at the church. <laughs> Think about that for a moment. Mm -hmm. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 is going to be at the church. Mm -hmm. What would your response be as to why you weren't more supportive <coughs> to encourage somebody? You said, well, brother, man, I took communion. I gave already. See, that's the problem. You're focusing on you. Mm -hmm. It ain't about you. What about those who weren't here? What about those who need some encouragement? Well, if you don't show up, who's going to do it? Mm -hmm. Huh? Well, somebody. No, no. Why would you dump <laughs> a responsibility on somebody? Mm -hmm. Why not take it personally yourself and say, I want to be the one to offer the smile. I want to be the one to give them a hug. I want to be the one to tell them it's going to be all right when they announce or let the church know, I've been diagnosed with this, so I'm suffering with this and going through this. Where were you when they needed a hug? Where were you when they needed a smile? Amen. See, when you're at when you're at the place you're supposed to be, when God designated to be, you know what? You don't miss. You don't miss out. You're in the loop. Mm -hmm. But when you're not where you're supposed to be, 
you miss out. God is not going to accept ignorance as an excuse. We come together for a reason. Because God knows the importance. Not only that he be glorified, but he knows it encourages us. Why? Where else are you going to get this kind of encouragement? Huh? Hanging over a grill, drinking some hands? <laughs> huh? Ah, y'all don't look like the Heineken type. Huh? What's your, what's your preference? <laughs> Better not sell one. <laughs> Go ahead, nobody holler out cools. <laughs> But folks, be encouraged. Be encouraged. We cannot grow weary in well-doing. We cannot become upset because others may just decide, this, I'm not coming. But we can pray for them. We can encourage them. But most importantly, we can be an example for them. That just because you don't care, you're not going to pull me down or away because of what you don't want to do. If I stood up on that table, would it be easier to pull me down or for me to pull you up? Huh? It would be much easier to pull me down. I'm not saying it's impossible. <laughs> to pull you up. But I'm just saying, that's why the Bible warns about evil communications. Because wickedness and evilness can defile you. It can destroy you. It can draw you away. And all wickedness and all evil is not all in the world. Some are even in the church. Amen. I'm sorry if I disappointed you. But there are some. There are some. And you know what? We have to face it. We have to deal with it. And we have to shun them who don't want to do it the right way. Amen. I'm done. I hope and pray you believe me in courage today. Amen. Amen. It's so hurting. It's so hurting. So disappointing when you hear, man, we don't have evening service anymore. Mm -hmm. Somebody says too expensive. Mm -hmm. How expensive can it be to turn on lights for an hour and a half? <laughs> I've heard. I've heard somebody say. It costs too much mm -hmm. for the communion. Mm -hmm. Man, you buy communion in bulk. How can it be that expensive? <laughs> well, just grape juice. And, 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 and come on. 
sounds to me some other things going on on Sundays mm -hmm. that you're itching to get out there and be participants of. Mm -hmm. yeah. The NFL had bought 75% of Sunday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the NBA get ready to take the other 25% when the playoffs come up. Mm -hmm. But we need to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Amen. That regardless of the NBA, regardless of the NFL, regardless of any kind of sport, recreation, AAU, or anything else, God should come first. God should come first. I know it ain't popular with some. God second, third, fourth. Then when something happened, all of a sudden he could rise back to the top. No. Don't play God for a chump. Because he will reveal to you who he really is. Amen. Is it all right? Amen. Are you encouraged? Amen. You got to hang in there. Amen. Eddie Jr., is that all right? It's all right. Betty Jr. Okay. says it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. He showed up. And I tried. You sure wow. Thank you, son. <laughs> Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Okay? Yeah. Think about what God Think about what Jesus did. Left heaven. Still, it blows my mind. Left heaven. A place, a place of jubilee, a place of just, really can't even describe it. Paul tried. Paul said, can't do it. Can't do it. That mind blowing. And Jesus left it. Not only did he leave it, he left it. Excuse me. To put on the form of a man in the flesh. Knowing he was going to have to suffer some terrible thing. Man. You telling me he's not deserving to come and be in the presence in the assembly? Who else could God have chosen? There wasn't no one. The bulls, the ghosts, the sprinkling in the blood. With what? Jesus said, everything I speak, everything I do, so my father, that he may be glorified. What did he say in the garden? Not my will. I will be done. Shouldn't that be our message? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't that be our motto? Mm -hmm. Not my will, but thy will be done. Mm -hmm. Don't shoot the message. Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible said. We should be thankful. We're blessed to have what we have and what God has brought us through and you know what?
What's that song, Steve? Free Waters 593. Free Waters. Free Waters. I hope and pray you'll leave here this evening with something on your mind about encouraging somebody. I, I didn't say go argue with anybody. I said to encourage somebody. <laughs> Just encourage them. Just let them know. You know, I miss seeing you. I don't get to see you during the week that much. And, and then it's, it's like a blur on Sunday. <laughs> I see you in the worship, but my focus has to be on God. Amen. So I was hoping maybe get to talk to you, speak to you afterwards, and then, but then you don't come back. <laughs> I don't know. Man, don't want to be around each other down here. Heaven would truly be a place of healing. If you were to God. If. If. Folks said, well, we, 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 we will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of that. No, 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 you can't use that. Because if your heart ain't right, you ain't going to be changed right. I'm not saying you ain't going to have no fellowship where you're going. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it won't be on any street of gold. <laughs> be an encourager. Amen. Keep coming on Sunday evening. There are lost people out there. What if they show up on Sunday evening? Man, you folks, close the doors. What kind of God they serve. Huh? I got to say this right quick. Remember when God was getting ready to kill these folks? Because they, they approached Moses and said, how come God always got to talk to you? How come he can't talk to us? How come you got to be the man? And the Bible said, the, the, anger, of the, the anger of God killed And God gave him to kill But who went in and appealed for that? Moses said, please don't. Don't, don't, please don't. Several other occasions. When God was getting ready to kill some folks, Moses said, ah. <laughs> You know if you do that, the other heathen nations, they're going to say, yeah, you brought them out, you got tired of them, you couldn't deliver them. <laughs> they got on in there, and you ain't the God that you claim. Stop that guy. Okay? What are folks going to say you start closing the doors on Sunday evening, closing the doors on Wednesday night? Man, what kind of God they serve? What kind of faith did they have? Amen. They won't even support their own Amen. church. Amen. And they want us to come and be a part of what? Amen. That they're not even faithful to themselves. Hmm. Something to think about, is I want you to think about it. Because we serve a greater God than they. Much greater and much higher and powerful God. Amen. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. Let us together stand. Let us sing.